0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Great to have you with us halfway through the week already. Man, does the time go by quickly. Unless you're just sitting around home. Doing you know, nothing. We're doing nothing, waiting for a negative test so you can leave your house again.
2: <laughs> I got somebody come by, take off the big X in my front door, let the neighbors know
1: it's safe to walk by the house, that yeah. kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so... So did you actually take a test yesterday or could you not no. find one?
2: No, I don't I don't have a, a quick test. No more. The, guy, the, the guy at the uh, place was like, I can't find him. And I checked a couple other places. They don't have them. And, you know, I was thinking that while I'm, you know, I, I mean, I have no more symptoms at all. I feel fine. Mm-hmm. But when you read the rules and regulations of what's supposed to happen. So I'm out like this is day. I don't know, eleven or twelve, something like that. I believe it's
1: day twelve of (laughs) Jeffy held hostage.
2: Yes. Mm. Yes it is. But inside that window though, my wife tested positive. Right. Right. Inside that day twelve, she tested positive. So Mm. I've been around someone else who tested positive. So that is supposed to lengthen your quarantine time. Jeez. So who I mean, I I don't know right don't sniff them at all and if I had you know I, I'm scared to take a test now I just feel like okay well I'm just not going to take a test and I'm fine yeah I'm going to go ahead and just start leaving and that's just the way it's going to be <laughs>
1: I just and when does I that happen
2: know. I don't
1: know yeah I do I, mean. I
2: mean I feel bad there's nobody you know I, I don't think that security would you know tackle me and not allow me into the building
1: mm-hmm. but you never I know but I, I don't think that you never know <laughs> uh all right we got we got that uh we've got all kinds of things to discuss we're chewing the fat coming up it's a full show you don't want to miss a single minute first let me tell you though about built bars uh if you get hunger pangs through the day and i certainly do I do uh absolutely do and it's so great to just have a box of built bars and you can you know decide which flavor you're in the mood for at that particular given moment and you don't have to feel guilty about it after eating it because they're only 180 calories or less. In fact, most of them are less than that. In some, in some cases, a lot less, like 130 calories. Four to five grams of sugar and carbs and uh, the 18 grams of protein. So they're good for you and they taste delicious. You got all kinds of different flavors to choose from coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate, the salted caramel is I think still my favorite, cookies and cream, just all kinds of flavors something to suit everybody's taste buds. Just go to built.com and order them find out for yourself. Built.com promo code PAT15 to save 15% off your first order. Use the promo code PAT15 for 15% off at built.com This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, yesterday we talked about the possibility of a uh, l- little bit of a behind-the-scenes feud between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump. And uh, uh, somebody t- tweeted us that we shouldn't be taken in by that, but that that's fake news. Uh, it doesn't look like it, uh, especially now. Apparently, DeSantis has said that it is uh, too much to ask for him to endorse Donald Trump right now. Uh, he's not going to do that. And so apparently there's a little thing going back and forth wow. between the two of them. Yeah, that will not make Don happy. <laughs> no, if he actually said that, uh, that will not be good for Ron DeSantis. No. <laughs> it, just <won't, laughs> it just won't work out well for him. Uh, so Interesting. Uh, Trump has questioned, apparently, several associates and advisors why the guy won't just say he won't run against me. And now he's basically uh, confirmed it right. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Yeah. And so uh, more crossfire came from Donald Trump advisor Roger Stone, who is dumping on DeSantis as an Ivy League fat boy.
0: Hmm. Okay.
2: It doesn't sound like it's fake news now.
1: No, no, it
2: doesn't. Got his buddies beating up on Ron, Uh trying to you know beat him into submission. Exactly. That won't won't work well. I mean, DeSantis obviously is not going to do that. No way. Well, that'll be fun. It'll be
1: fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is going to be fun to watch this unfold over the next couple of years because uh, there's nothing better than when Trump starts to battle somebody, unless it's you. (laughs) Uh, you don't want yes. that. <laughs> that. We've experienced a little bit of that at, at times, uh, and that's not fun.
2: I know. He does uh, have a track record of winning those battles. Doesn't he, though? Yes, he does. It's yeah. really strange, but he does, man.
1: Yeah. We, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. We've talked about it from time to time, the fact that uh, once he's your enemy, you, you're going to probably be done in politics. You might as well just write <laughs> off the rest of your career. <laughs> you know, find a new line of work. Or just
2: be happy where you're at because oh, you're going right. no
1: farther. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, it's amazing, really. It's I, I've never seen anything like it. I don't know that there's ever been I don't know a either. political personality uh, like his. Well, there hasn't been. So we, we know that. There hasn't been and maybe never will be again after him. Uh, but amazing. Uh, in the meantime... Israeli scientists have admitted that we've made some mistakes. No. In the uh, COVID battle, you've made mistakes? Huh. The head of immunology at Bar-Alan University and a member of the Advisory Committee for Vaccines for the Israeli government, in a wide-ranging interview, said multiple things, like the Green Pass vaccine passport concept is no longer relevant in the Omicron era and should be phased out why? Because it doesn't work. It doesn't, it just doesn't, the, pa- the vaccine doesn't do anything for you. Uh, you're still just almost as likely to get it as if you're not vaccinated. He and his colleagues were surprised and disappointed that the vaccines did not prevent transmission, as they originally hoped. Uh, the biggest mistake of the pandemic in Israel, he said, was closing schools and education. He apologized for that. Uh, our politicians here could learn a lot from this guy widespread yes. infection is now an inevitable part of the future immunity, otherwise known as herd immunity. Well, that's interesting that he's saying that because it doesn't seem like herd immunity is even possible right now. Right. It? I mean, No, it, it does not. It, it, you've Well, you haven't had it before, uh, and neither had I, but uh, Keith had had it before. Glenn had had it before. Neither one of them were immunized, and they still got it even with the natural immunity. Uh, Omicron has accelerated, he said, the pandemic into the endemic phase, which, in which COVID will be like the flu, especially with Omicron, where we don't see uh, virtually any difference. There's a very narrow gap between people vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Both can get infected with a virus more or less at the same pace. More or less wow. at the same pace
2: so it does it, it mm. definitely is not a
1: pandemic of the unvaccinated right yeah they 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 we've got to insist that they stop that madness because it's just a complete lie uh they don't care that they're lying cuz they do it every day but um somebody should be standing up and telling them that we're sick of your lies this is not this is not a pandemic of the unvaccinated it's I mean, let me read that again. Omicron has accelerated the pandemic into the endemic phase in which COVID will be like the flu, especially with Omicron, where we don't see virtually any difference. There's such a narrow gap between people vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Both can get infected with a virus, more or less, at the same pace. Wow. The same pace. So it doesn't matter whether you're vaccinated or not. You're just going to get it if you come in contact with it. That's right. that's pretty much the message here. Uh, so you're going to have to deal with it. And this is kind of what we've been talking about. We just need to, that's exactly what we need to do, is just deal with it now. Just accept the fact that, all right, I'm not going to wear a mask everywhere I go. I'm not going to worry about being vaccinated because it doesn't make any difference. I mean, if you've got, if you have a vaccine that has, about the same efficacy as if you haven't been vaccinated, then why do you get vaccinated? <laughs> what, What is the use in that? Uh, they'll still say, I'm sure. Well, it'll prevent serious disease. And that's right. what they'll have to harp
2: on. Right. And even if the efficacy rate is only, what is it, 30%? Yeah.
1: Um, that's still that-
2: better than nothing. It's not zero. Right. Okay. All right. I mean, even... Fauci at the World Economic Forum
1: mm-hmm. when he
2: was, you know, he was speaking mm-hmm. for the, you know, he's at Davos or he was speaking there anyway. But he had, uh, I don't know if we have these clips ready actually, so I shouldn't ask for them. But um, they, he had different uh, comments about not eliminating. Uh, the virus, but it's going to be you know it's still a threat to some corporations and how they handle it. He talked about how the new normal is going to be you know no uh, masks are definitely not part of the future. Um, it's just
1: yeah. silly. They're we do of- here's here's uh, what you're talking about. Here's w- one of the clips.
3: I think the new normal will be, I hope, a greater degree of interconnectivity and solidarity throughout the world. When we are talking about the possibility. Of pandemics i don't think people are going to be walking around with masks all the time i mean i think that that's very much out of the question that's huh. not going to be something that the what? world will accept as being normal
1: right thank you that's amazing coming out of him you know i know uh that kind of surprises me <laughs> that's the first thing he that first bit of common sense i've heard out of him in Easily a year, year and a half. uh, Maybe two. Uh, But there was more. He had more to say.
3: We really don't want to get into the whack-a-mole approach towards every new variant where it comes up and you all of a sudden have to make a new booster against Uh a particular variant it gets up because you'll be chasing it forever. So that's the reason why... (laughs) <laughs> One of the things we are really so, all pushing for is finding right. out what the mechanisms are, what are the that mechanisms? induces a response yeah. to a commonality Look among all of mechanisms the different var- of p- real and potential variants that we're seeing and that can occur. And that's well, something that I think hmm. is a very, very important scientific goal to be able to do that. Hmm.
2: And and we haven't done that, right? I mean, that's exactly what you were talking about. Is that there is no herd immunity? There's yep. no, you know, the different yep. variants. We don't know what the commonality is. Uh, you know, yeah, I got I got this particular uh, variant, and now, oops, I got this variant. Uh, nope, didn't protect me. The last variant didn't protect me from this
1: one. Right. So, I mean, we they definitely need to continue their focus on that. Absolutely. And he says you can't be ch- you can't be chasing these variants. Uh, they're g- when they pop up, you can't attack every single one of them individually. It just it doesn't make any sense. We're not going to be able to do that. <laughs> right. uh, I think there's is there one more clip with with him babbling nonsense.
3: It's not going to be that you're going to eliminate this disease completely. We're not going to do that, but hopefully it will be at such a low level that it doesn't disrupt our normal social, economic, and other interactions with each other. I hope the new normal also includes a real strong corporate memory of
2: of what pandemics
3: can do. So we don't Mm -hmm. just go on, when we get this under control, forgetting how we have to do better in both the scientific preparedness, the public health preparedness, and the public health response. new normal, I believe, will have hmm. a much, much greater attention to the capability of respiratory viruses to spread as they do. Huh.
1: I mean, huh. that's that's kind of a different tact that he's taken uh, over the last, maybe the last year, maybe even two years. Uh, and it's completely different, though. Every time something comes out of one of these people's mouths, it, you don't, uh, I mean, they might as well just admit the fact that they don't know what they're talking about because it changes all the time. Oh,
2: they will never do that.
1: They, they won't do that, but that would give them some credibility if they would say, look, this you know—this changes too much and uh, this is too much of a fluid situation. We really can't tell you exactly what's going to happen. Uh, we're just doing our best here and uh, we're just pulling things out our butts. Frankly, right. right. You right. Know, I would exactly respect did, right? that uh, yeah. a little bit instead. Yeah,
2: I mean, it, it is scientific butts after all. I mean, well, they mm-hmm. are pulling it out of their scientific butt, but it is still coming out of their butts.
1: Yeah. And and that's why that's why we're losing faith in all of these leaders, in our medical leaders, in our political leaders, in, uh, in people in our school system, in the media, in the entertainment business. I mean... We're just we're we're hearing what's coming out of their faces, and we know that they're hypocrites, and we know they don't know what they're talking about, and so we just we wind up not not buying into uh, any of the nonsense that's coming out of their fat faces (laughs) or
2: their butts Uh, or their butts. uh, uh, One of the things that he talked about as well. Was uh, how frustrated he was, and I didn't send this clip in. But he was still—they're still frustrated at uh, the United States and how states uh, reacted uh, separately from the federal government and how. Yeah, you don't want that. Was to them? No,
1: yeah. he no. hates that. I and know. Still so pissed about that. And that somebody might see. want to talk to him about the uh, something called the United States Constitution. Somebody might want to have a little chat with him about that. Yeah, that's cute, but there was a pandemic that. I know. Uh, I know. That's actually, that's his attitude. I, it sure as heck is. Uh, I mean, it's it's clear that that that's that's what he believes. Is it, look, yeah, the Constitution is fine when conditions are perfect, but conditions aren't perfect right now, so we've got to ignore the Constitution. That's essentially what he's telling us all the time. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Let me tell you about uh, Birch Gold Group. Right now, inflation is at 40-year highs, and it's here to stay for at least a while because uh, the government's dirty little secret is they want inflation. Think about this. Right now, inflation rates are higher than the interest rates on Treasury bonds. So with every day that passes, the government owes less on its mountain of debt. Imagine if your mortgage had a negative interest rate. Would you be in a hurry to pay it off? No. So uh, your pain is their gain right now. Protect your savings right now. Hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold because the government is sabotaging the value of the U.S. dollar. That much is clear. Birch Gold is the only company I trust and recommend for precious metals. Uh, They're going to help you convert an eligible IRA or 401K into an IRA backed by real gold that can give you peace of mind with thousands of satisfied customers and an eight plus rating with a better business bureau. You can trust Birch gold to help protect your savings. Text Pat to the number 989-898 uh, right now. And you'll get a no cost, no obligation information kit, really comprehensive 20 page guide that will reveal how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax sheltered account. So do it right now. Text Pat, to 989-898. That's Pat to
3: 989-898.
0: Pat Gray.
1: Did you see that Brain Dead Biden has spent one-fourth, one-fourth of his presidency in Delaware? One. Quarter of his time as president has been in Delaware. It does make you wonder, you know, why. It does.
2: It does make you wonder why we're sneaking off to Delaware every weekend.
1: And why would that be? Why would there be a problem with, uh, you know, being in Delaware all the time? So what? That's his, you know, it's his northern home away from D.C. That's fine. Well, uh, he doesn't have to report any of his visitors to the Delaware home. And so they don't keep the visitor logs. We don't know what's going on in Delaware. And there may be some really interesting reasons for why he's there and doesn't have to share with with any Americans uh, who is seeing him there. Like, I don't know, maybe some specialists, maybe some brain specialists, maybe people who who, uh, specialize in Alzheimer's treatment. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean we don't know. No, we don't uh, know. That's
2: the point. Um what am I doing here?
1: <laughs> exactly. Uh and so it's Jen Saki defended uh the White House refusal to release visitor logs from his Delaware homes. Um and she said, Well, the president goes to Delaware because it's his home. It's also where his son and his former wife are buried. Yep. Well, we oh got gosh. the uh, we got the reference oh to the dead gosh. Bidens again. Stop oh man We stop with the dead to, Biden talk. I have to pay my respects to Bo. <laughs> Come oh, on. My. Come on. And it's a place that's obviously close to his heart. A lot of presidents go to visit their homes when they're president, she said. Yeah, but not they don't spend <laughs> one fourth of their time at at their actual residence. Uh, She said, we've also gone a step further than the prior administration and many administrations in releasing visitor logs of people who visit the White House and will continue to do that. Well, yeah, you have to because you you have to at the White House. We appreciate it. Yeah, like she's doing us a favor. Yeah, uh, we all know you wouldn't be doing this if you didn't have to. Not a chance. But Biden has spent 99 days in Delaware. That's amazing. Uh, Half of his weekends have been in Delaware, 26 out of 52. Uh, that includes time at his home in Wilmington and the family beach house in Rehoboth. Ah, that's nice, isn't oh, it? See. So nice that middle-class Joe <laughs> has a $2.7 million beach house in Delaware. That's nice. Uh, that's let's nice. Just, I mean, what are you supposed to do? Uh, uh, I know. Have nothing? I know. Okay. What middle class among us doesn't have two or three different homes? Thank you. Nice little vacation home on the beach. I mean, who doesn't have that? Right? That's a, that's an all American situation right I there. Mean, we're giving
2: the man a home, a giant white house to live in. Yeah, and yet that's not good enough.
1: Yeah, it's okay. a well, but all that right. one's only fifty two thousand square feet, Jeffy. <laughs> you expect him to stay cramped up in that place? No, no, I With his can't. wife? Right. I mean, there's two of them that Ooh. live there that have to <laughs> squeeze into 52,000 square feet.
2: Plus, that's actually <laughs> squeezing in with, with Jill. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to be within I miles be. of her, so. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, and in the article, uh, not only did it mention that's where they're buried, but then it goes on to say, Biden's eldest, Beau. Who died of brain cancer in 2015? <gasps> yeah, we got it. <laughs> we, we got it. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, uh. And then the president's first wife, Nelia, and one-year-old daughter Naomi were killed in an automobile accident. Wow. I mean, we're they're just they hammer this. They sure do. You see this at least once a day. At least it's it's referenced every day. I'm uh, surprised.
2: I'm surprised at this article. I'm not sure, you know, where this article who, where you said this article was from, but I, the only thing they left out was that possibly killed by a drunk
1: driver. Right. Uh, for the for right. the wife of the kid, which by you the know, way has been uh, debunked, debunked long yes. time ago. A long time yes. ago. Now, in 1996, he purchased these 4 acres of uh, secluded lakefront land in the upscale a uh, suburb of Greenville in Wilmington, Delaware, and then he built the sixty-eight hundred fifty square foot home on top of that. So he's had it for a while. But it is amazing how this supposed middle middle class guy uh, owns the type of residences he does and lives the lifestyle he does. Uh, where is all of his money coming from? It's huh. just it's Where's really it? amazing, isn't it? That these these people come into uh, public office. And while they're making, you know, decent money, $175,000 is nothing to sneeze at. But it's not the kind of money where you can have beach homes in Delaware and another home in another place. And you're flying anywhere you want and you're eating anything you want and doing anything you please. Uh, there, why is it that virtually every elected official has this kind of money? Well,
2: I mean, if you look at the numbers for their trading in stocks and options uh-huh. and securities, yeah. uh, they all rake in a lot of cash.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that's just uh, a coincidence, a though. Just a oh, coincidence. Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, I saw the, the record books that they just broke out earlier this week talked about how uh, Congress sold, bought and sold about $290 million in stocks Hundred and forty million in options contracts, wow. hundred and twenty-four million in other securities, five hundred thousand in
1: crypto. That's it, though. Wow, that's it, though. That is really something, and we do nothing about that. We rarely even talk about it. Uh, right.
2: Well, they're proposing bills now that are would stop to reduce members of Congress's, uh, you know, their uh, stock trading ban. But right. there was a there was a law. That they uh, the the uh, stop trading on congressional knowledge stock. Act yeah,
1: insider trading. In,
2: yeah, which back is in
1: 2012. Right, I remember which, that. Right, which mm-hmm. they just like.
2: Oh yeah, we passed that. So
1: yeah, right. So
2: I mean, <laughs> I mean that's the that's the same as the police saying they're not gonna you know we're just not gonna pull people over for traffic infractions anymore. Just forget it. That's the same thing. Yeah, there's a law
1: there, but we're not gonna follow it. Yeah, we don't enforce that law. Yeah, that's fine. It's a lot like the immigration law or a lot of other laws <laughs> right. to Democrats. They just don't care about them. We're just we're going to ignore them. That's why we've got the problems we have with the crime that is going on right now with the with the pandemic of crime that has hit, swept the country because we're not we're not enforcing anything anymore. These DAs all over the country are just looking the other way on all kinds of infractions and so criminals know they're not going to be prosecuted for these things.
2: It's a, it's a shame. It really is a shame.
1: And it's killing uh, our country. It it's really hurting us, really badly right now. And it needs to it needs to stop. Uh but I'm uh hard-pressed to believe it's going to. <laughs>
2: It doesn't appear like it's going to in the short term anyway.
1: No, it really doesn't, uh, does not no,
2: no, it doesn't. And I mean, we're still, look, we're at, that we, when we start enforcing these laws again, it's going to be like we're, we've got draconian measures mm-hmm. against criminals. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're just enforcing the laws that have been on the books. That's the Voting Rights Act stuff, right? I mean, we're taking right. away stuff that we gave you during a pandemic. And that's like the end of the world. Yeah. Well, we just we wanted yeah. things to be a little easier during a pandemic. Now we're taking those easier steps away. Oh, no, we can't do that. That's and it's, the it's, end of the world.
1: it's fascinating because in the in these states that are taking away the special privileges that we that certain states put in place just because of the pandemic. And now they're saying, OK, we don't need to do that now. They still have better laws, better voting laws than the president's home state of Delaware. They still can vote more often, uh, a much longer period of time, and it's a lot easier to vote in states like Georgia and Texas than it is Delaware. Delaware doesn't even have early voting. They don't even have it at all, (laughs) which is unbelievable
2: when you think about it. Although we still have the hunger, hunger strike going on in Washington for the voter rights legislation that's, that's going right. on. But mm. it's, it's, it's fading fast, Pat. So I think it's my new favorite story. Three the of them dropped st- out,
1: right? Three of them dropped out already. Yeah, it, it, we can't. We believe in this <laughs> so much, man. But it's been, it's been but four, it's been I'm four really, days. But I'm really hungry now. And, uh, it's been four I'm, days, so I, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Yeah, how many total? I love that. How many total are there that are doing well, this? I'm
2: not, I'm not sure. There's, it wasn't certainly very many.
1: Uh, it wasn't. Uh, no.
2: I make it seem like it was a whole bunch with all their the photos and the and the pictures that they take. But when they do the wide shots, it's really not that many. And darn it, did it say how many people were there? Forty. Forty youth. Oh, okay. 40. Began the hunger strike. They began at the beginning, so now they've at least five homes that, <laughs>
1: oh, no. Yeah, yeah. okay, I'm done with this. This is harder than I thought it was going to be. You mean you, you, didn't, we you didn't just cave because we didn't eat for a day? Huh. That's weird. Because yeah, I'm kidding. Really I
2: mean, I, I, you got to do something about these voter rights, but. Man, I got to go back to the house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard I, to blame them. I mean, I wouldn't want to stop eating for f- no, that, been, hunger, three days or whatever. I wouldn't want to stop eating. It's the
2: dumbest thing ever, but yeah. you know, I, I would not do that for anything or anyone. But uh, I just find it funny that we are going to believe in where, if you believe in something and that's something you're going to do, then do it. Yes, right. Right.
1: Or if you, if you, have any understanding of how hard that's going to be maybe you don't start it in the first place then you look don't look like a buffoon <laughs> for dropping out after three days
2: <laughs> yeah but we believe in it we uh-huh. believe in, uh-huh. yeah. We so really believe in it yeah are really it. fix those voter rights but i gotta i gotta get something to eat i'm with you though
1: all right we're gonna chew the fat with jeffy uh next here on pat gray unleashed <laughs>
3: Pat Gray Unleashed
1: And of course it is Wednesday (laughs) Which means Time again For Chewing the Fat With Jeff Fisher This gets better and better Sure does which is why you just want to let it sink in you know marinate for a while do you really mm-hmm. yeah hit it <laughs> <laughs> Makes you want to be beautiful, that. beautiful, so appropriate oh, it to, is? to jump into uh chewing the fat with Jeffy. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with that. Hey,
2: congratulations and happy birthday! 50 years of the egg McMuffin, 50 years. Oh, wow, of the egg a muffin uh, they broke it in 1972. And then five years later, in 77, 45 years ago, they added the deluxe breakfast, which, uh, you know, gave you the hot cakes and the sausage and the scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't forget the orange juice and coffee. But uh, uh, one of the stats in the story that I found amazing was that in, by 1987, 10 years after the deluxe breakfast, you know, 15 after the egg muffin. One fourth, a quarter of all breakfasts eaten out in the United States came from McDonald's.
1: Oh my gosh. Is that That's a wow. pretty good business model. Yeah. That's a pretty good That's business. outrageous. Wow.
2: That sure, that sure is. Huh. I mean, and I, you know, I must say that I did not uh partake in a hunger strike and have eaten McDonald's breakfast. I apologize mm-hmm. for not having any McDonald's breakfast shipped in for the show today. My fault. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Hey, I wish I could vote for Gary Chambers, U.S. Senate in Louisiana. I know you were just in the great state of Louisiana. I was, yes, Shreveport,
1: the lovely city of Shreveport. So beautiful this time of year.
2: Thank you, Uh, Gary Chambers. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gary Chambers uh, is uh, running for U.S. Senate in the great state of Louisiana, and he tweeted his first campaign ad. With these words in his tweets talking about uh, 37 seconds, hashtag just like me, I hope this ad works to not only destigmatize the use of marijuana, but also forces a new conversation that creates the pathway to legalize this beneficial drug and forgive those who were arrested due to outdated ideology. And this is his uh, new campaign ad.
0: Every 37 seconds, someone is arrested for possession of marijuana. Since 2010, state and local police have arrested an estimated 7.3 million Americans for violating marijuana laws, over half of all drug arrests. Black people are four times more likely to be arrested for marijuana laws than white people. States waste $3.7 billion enforcing marijuana laws every year. Most of the people police are arresting aren't dealers, but rather people with small amounts of pot, just like me. I'm Gary Chambers, and I'm running for the U.S. Senate, and I approve this message.
2: I wish I could vote for Gary. Get him in office right now.
1: Uh, (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) I'm going to say no on that. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's what What you're running on? Really? Sitting there smoking pot, that's what you're running on. That's your big campaign thing, well, is campaign you want to legalize pot. too
2: much money and busting the wrong people.
1: Ugh, I don't want to oh, hear it. Shut outdated
2: up. Outdated ideology.
1: All right. Well, who's who's smoking more marijuana? I mean, uh, what is the... That doesn't tell me anything. You know, just because one segment of the population is arrested more, well, maybe they're using it more. I don't know. How do I know that? What?
2: I, <laughs> right. We don't know that. We, we
1: don't know. Yeah,
2: those, so, those stats are a little misleading, no question. Yeah. But vote for Gary Chambers, U.S. Senate. Louisiana. Mm, no. Okay. Uh, <sighs> oh, man, no kidding. <sighs> oh. mm-hmm. 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 Gary Chambers, U.S. Senate. Uh, I love world records, I'll tell you that. And uh, that's why I take a look at the world's largest cast-iron skillet measuring 18 feet across and weighing 14,360 pounds. I don't know if they have the picture, but it was on a highway this past weekend in Tennessee on its way to be going to a new attraction, which, I mean, if you want to travel and go to an attraction, who doesn't want to go to the Lodge Cast Iron Museum in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee? (laughs) (laughs) You can put me on that Uh, list, man. Yeah, Uh, it's going to open late this summer in 2022. It's going to offer and this is how much fun it's going to be. Pat. Mm -hmm. It's a destination to immerse yourself in the history and behind the scenes making of some of the most beloved cast iron products, cast iron cooking and the robust culture that surrounds it. Now tell me how much fun you're going to have mm. the Lodge Cast Iron
1: Way museum. too much fun. That sounds like way too much fun. I don't That's, think I could handle here it. Does.
2: It sure I, does. I mean, it sounds like, wait, there's a cast iron museum? All right, pull in. We'll mm. take a look. <laughs> let's go. I don't know that it's an actual destination, but it is something if you're passing by, you're going, yeah, let's pull Uh, Speaking about having more fun, be sure to subscribe to my daily show, Chewing the Fat, with uh, yours truly, Jeff Fisher, available wherever you get your podcast. Chewing the Fat with uh, Jeff Fisher, appreciate it. More exciting news also uh, this week, the new Biden-Harris wax figures have been unveiled at Madame Tussauds. And I don't know if we have the video that uh, Recount added. They brought in actors to show the uh, look at the uh, look at the wax. They're, they're beautiful. Uh, just just gorgeous. And it doesn't look like we have it. All right. That's fine. Uh, but make sure we don't let anything happen to them. I'll tell you that. If something happens to these uh, Biden-Harris wax figures, it will be like hurting real people. So real. Life. are
1: they at the one in San Antonio?
2: No, I think they're at the one in New York.
1: Oh, uh, okay. All right. Why would you make that destination? Oh, you kidding me? Yeah, Texas? I was gonna okay. get into my car right now, <laughs> <laughs> just so I could be in San Antonio by the time the museum opens, and uh, really...
2: waste the cast iron skillet. Museum. Yeah, a
1: little bit. Yeah, by a little bit.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I I would be. Yeah, let's go. Why not? <laughs>
1: let's
2: just. It's agonizing, and uh, the new personal flying machine. Is going to be available soon. Pre orders right now for delivery in twenty twenty three. The Jetson one personal flying vehicle. Please tell me we have this video. Please. Please tell me we have this video. Uh
1: not hearing anything or seeing anything. I will have to
0: circle back on that one.
1: Uh, Circling back. Uh, Well, I will say all right, but
2: uh, gosh darn it. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, the electric, the electric. Does it look like vehicle, the
1: Jetsons car? No, it looks
2: more like the Star Wars uh, riders. Oh,
1: okay, uh, the little speeders on. that they fly yeah. around in. Uh, yeah, yeah, it
2: looks like that, and it's, it's, it's called the you know the EVTOL, the electric vehicle takeoff and landing. All right, it's 190 pounds, all aluminum, eight electric motors. Uh, there are a few things that need to be addressed, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, the top speed is only sixty-three miles an hour. Yeah, uh, I know. You know, you're that's still pretty fast if you you know flying in the air like that. But it seems like we should be able to make that thing go faster. Mm-hmm. It has Tesla battery cells, and the flying time is
1: only twenty minutes. Now, come see, on. come on, that's not. I know that's not practical. I can't even get to work in, with it right that's it's amazing to be for
2: recreation and they yeah. talk about it being a lot you know let's take it to national parks and stuff that um, sucks. for 20 minutes no right. I mean, I'm not going down the Grand Canyon and then having to haul that thing back on that 190 pound aluminum flying machine up the Grand Canyon because I'm out of power no way
1: you can't I'm sorry I, unless these things become usable you can't say you've invented a flying car I want that to stop all right. Unless there's a vehicle that's road and air worthy. Uh well, and you to can get fair, You can get from point A to point B and back again. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I don't want to hear to about be it. Fair,
2: they they have a they didn't say it was a flying car. It was just a Jetson one personal flying vehicle. Stupid. So, <laughs> and you can pre order now though.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh they're take delivery I think next year. Um Yeah, I'm gonna it's pass. Only
1: my pass. Really? Yeah. Fair, what do fair they fair. want for it? Ninety-two thousand dollars. Oh, just ninety-two thousand? No. Ninety-two thousand. Okay, not bad. That's, yeah, great.
2: It's not bad. Great.
1: You, I mean, Plus, you, you couldn't even take it to the grocery store at backs, uh, you know, for a lot of people. There are more than right. 20 minutes away from the grocery store. So On
2: top of, uh, it didn't look like there was fat guy seating available. Yeah, probably not. At 190 a pounds. The squeeze, yeah. A little bit of a tight squeeze. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm guessing that even if I did get in it, the. Uh, my 20 minutes of flying time is not going to be 20 minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's safe to assume, Jeffy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, no,
2: we're only going to fly for uh, a <laughs> You're lucky to get 10 out of this thing.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> All right. I got to tell you about uh, exciting new investments for you. Uh, it feels like Wall Street has already beaten you to the punch in a lot of ways. You know, cryptocurrency. You really want to buy in at 50000 or 60000 or $70,000. Uh, SPACs, SPACs, 74% are trading below their IPO. But there's a new investment that's just starting to pick up some steam. In a crazy twist, it's one of the oldest asset classes in history. But it's finally breaking out into the open. It's art. Art has always been seen as a plaything of the wealthy, like yachts and, and fifth homes. But it's done much more than just act as something pretty to look at. Uh, it's been making many of the rich even richer this whole time. How much richer? Contemporary art prices nearly tripled S&P returns from 1995 to 2020. And thanks to a recent, uh, recently enacted law, this prestigious asset class is finally available to everybody, everyday event, uh, investors. Investors. Masterworks is the first platform to bring art from artists like Basquiat, Banksy, and Monet to the portfolios of everyday investors. And they've got more than 280,000 members. Demand just keeps exploding. Luckily, uh, they're giving you, my audience, the chance to skip the wait list. Head to masterworks.com slash unleashed to secure your spot. That's masterworks.com slash unleashed. See you there. See important disclosures at masterworks.com.io slash disclaimer for all the details.
3: Pat Gray, unleashed.
1: Huge controversy continues. This controversy has been brewing since... 2006. Uh and it's whether or not Pluto is a planet. Because it was back in 2006 if you remember that they finally said uh you know what it isn't. It's not a planet. Yeah. They took it away. Have a nice day. And you I'm sorry. It. I I learned my entire life that Pluto was our ninth planet. Yes. Now you can't just take that from us? No. I'm sorry. You can't just take it.
2: it, Look, you can pass the laws. We don't have to follow them. (laughs)
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, So the debate about uh, Pluto being the ninth planet of our solar system is a lot about as much as uh, uh, as much about linguistics. And, you know, just the the name you want to attach to it as it is about science, because there's really no exact science to the exact size it has to be in order to be classified as a planet. Yeah, I mean, we, we're the ones that come up with it, right? I mean, that's our science. Yes. I mean, I don't know anybody else in the solar system that's deciding this. <laughs> right. So it's kind of up to us and our scientists, I guess. Uh, but I, frankly, I think uh, it is a planet. It's always been and will always be a planet. And if you come up with another planet, like they keep saying that there might be one out there, even beyond uh, Pluto, there might be a 10th. Well, so that's going to be the 10th, not the 9th, if it does turn out to be the case. Um, right. But Pluto is definitely a, a planet. Um, and you believe that as well, don't you, Jeffy? Absolutely. Hello. That's a, yeah.
2: we were. That's what we've been taught forever.
1: Forever. Are we just going to
2: pull the rug out from under us? No.
1: It's, it's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, uh, one other little item that might fit in here on Chewing the Fat uh, is this uh, Cleveland Browns defensive tackle Malik McDowell. <laughs> what a weird situation uh, for him. He was arrested Monday in Florida on charges of beating a deputy and then stripping naked and walking uh, through town uh, completely nude. I mean, when you're finished beating a deputy,
2: what else are you going to do?
1: <laughs> what else are you going to do? I mean, it's tradition, right? <laughs> it is. All right. I beat the deputy. Now, what? A- oh, that's right. I take my clothes off and start walking through downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah.
2: there's. I mean, there's There's obviously more to this than uh, you know, meets the eye. I don't know if they've reported uh, what type of uh,
1: uh, chemical help he had. Yeah. Yeah, that Life. might be that might be a, uh, the situation some sort of imbalance happening. Uh huh. Yeah,
2: yeah. That's uh, pretty pretty strange. And those guys, I mean, look, you you don't want to fight those guys. Uh, I mean, they're 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 like when you're in peak physical condition, like us, bad.
1: Right. Yes. Help them right.
2: On none of this. <laughs> and they they expect our They expect to have our respect because they know.
1: And can you imagine you're one of the arresting officers? And, I mean, it took a bunch of them because he's a big dude. Uh, And here's this gigantic naked man that you now have to wrestle to the ground. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm No. I'm sorry. This uh, this goes way beyond my job description. I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's at that point that I'm retiring from the force. Yeah, I'm Whatever. sorry. I'll, I'll see you later. I'm, what are those
2: guys doing over there? Yeah, no, I got a call on the other no. side
1: of town. Right. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. I just got an offer to be a Walmart greeter uh, at a store in my neighborhood. No way. I'm pulling so. somebody else over over here.
2: I'm busy. Sorry, and I'd Mc- love to help you.
1: And McDowell, once they got him, you know, positioned on a gurney and everything, and, and kind of locked down and strapped him in, he's smiling like, uh, <laughs> like he just, like he just sacked a quarterback. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and uh, he's about to go into a sack dance or something. Uh, he he was on something. Yeah, I don't there's know some, what. There's, there's some sort of chemical but imbalance. Yes, <laughs> yes. 888 thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up.
0: He's got no time for morons. Except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Welcome to it. 888 933 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take just a minute and tell you about Omega XL. If you're in pain, you know, you got inflamed joints... Uh, and you, you know, because when you touch your joint, sometimes it feels hot to the touch. Uh, I know when I had my elbow problems, I, I could touch, put my hand on it, and it, it felt like it was sort of burning up. Um, that's, that's the problem with uh, with getting older and just the normal abuse that your joints take, uh, the day-to-day beating that you give them. Uh, that's really inevitable. And as time goes on, you lose SPMs, which is what rejuvenates your joints and your muscles and makes it easier for you to move around. And when that starts to go, then you start to have those problems of inflammation. Well, Omega XL can calm that inflammation and relieve that pain, restore your SPMs and rejuvenate joints so that you stop the... The damage that's being done to your joint as well, and that's really important too. Uh, Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. Buy your first bottle. They'll throw in a second for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call 1-800-844-4888. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Uh, Well, the discussion continues on whether or not they're going to remove the filibuster and allow just a uh, 50-plus-1 vote in the Senate in order to pass laws like this voting law that they're trying so desperately to hang on to. Man, they don't want to let that go. They want to federalize elections, uh, which will virtually make it impossible for Republicans to be elected again, Uh, and that's obviously their goal. They, they want that to be able to happen. They want non-citizens to be able to vote, which is why they don't think you should have to show an ID when you go to the voting booth. So uh, yesterday, yesterday um, Jen Psaki was talking about the likelihood that the administration will try to uh, push the Senate to eliminate the, the filibuster and enact the nuclear option. Well, back in 2005, the argument from this president, who at that time, of course, wasn't president yet, but man, was he impassioned uh, about leaving the nuclear or leaving the filibuster in place. Listen to this.
0: One thing I've learned in my years here, once you change the rules and surrender the Senate's institutional power, you never get it back. And hmm. we're about to break the rules to mm-hmm. change the rules.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I don't want to hear about fair play from my friends. No. Under no, our rules, either. you're required to get a two thirds vote. I mean, excuse me, sixty votes I mean, to change me. the rules.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Watch 60 what
0: vote. happens. Watch. Watch what happens mm-hmm. when the majority leader stands up and says to the Vice President if we go forward with this mm-hmm. and he calls the question. And one of us I expect our leader will the Democratic side will stand up and say, Parliamentary inquiry, Mr President, is this parliamentarily appropriate, and in every other case since I've been here for 32 years, the presiding officer leans wow. down to the parliamentarian and mm-hmm. says, "What's the rule, Mr. Parliamentarian?"
1: <laughs> okay.
0: The parliamentarian turns and tells him, "Hold your breath, Parliamentarian. He's this not going to look at you
1: so, because he yeah. knows
0: what you would say." He would he say this is say. not parliamentarily appropriate. Huh. You cannot change the Senate rolls by a pure majority vote. Huh, you can't? That's well, interesting. Maybe you think I'm exaggerating. Watch on no, television.
1: I, I don't, actually. Yeah. Watch when
0: this happens. And <laughs> mm-hmm. watch the vice president. That watch point Ignore. <laughs> He's not required to look to an unelected officer. Right. <laughs> but that has been the practice mm-hmm. for 218 years. He mm-hmm. will not down. look down and say... What is the ruling? You won't. He will make the ruling. Which is a lie. It's a lie. A lie about the rule.
1: Okay. A lie about the rule. It's a lie about the rule. All right.
0: Here's what really is going on here? here. Here's
1: what's really going on. The
0: majority doesn't want to hear what others have to say.
1: Right. Even that's if right. it's the truth. Mm hmm.
0: Senator Moynihan, my good friend who I served with for years, said you're entitled mm-hmm. to your own opinion, but not your own facts.
1: Oh, that's powerful. Yeah. Oh, that is powerful. Nuclear op-
0: option abandons America's sense of fair play.
1: Mm-hmm. What she actually believe? The
0: one thing this country stands for not filling the player and in field on the side inside of those,
1: yeah. those who, control who control and own the field. <laughs> and own, mm-hmm.
0: I say to my friends on the Republican side, you may own the field right now.
1: Yeah, but you won't forever. Yeah.
0: But you won't own it forever. How oh, about that? Uh, wow. And I pray God when the Democrats Listen take back control, we don't make the kind of naked power grab you are doing, but I'm afraid you will teach my <laughs> new colleagues the wrong lesson.
1: <laughs> that is absolutely astounding, isn't it? It's awesome. I mean, that didn't happen in 1965. It was 2005, which, right. yeah, now is 17 years ago. But come on. It is not ancient history. Look at how passionately he believed in the filibuster. It was absolutely wrong yeah. to to make that change now just because you're trying to get something hammered through. Which, by the way, they didn't do. Uh, the Republicans did not invoke the nuclear option. The Democrats did that, though. In Was it 2013, I think it was? Uh, they've done it. Republicans have not done it. And... So for him to practically, he's almost crying about it on the Senate floor. Well, he, I mean, that. he was praying God, right? He prayed, he prayed to God, and more, we're all more. praying to God that Democrats won't make this happen because it would be a disaster for this country, yeah, most definitely, a would. disaster. Uh, and it's just fascinating that we have this kind of audio and video, and it wasn't from ancient history. And they—they're not shamed by it at all. They're fine with it.
2: Yeah, well, well, whatever. It Doesn't matter. That you know. Yeah, I believe that then. So.
1: So, yeah, I—I yeah. I believe the exact opposite now. Uh, everything I just said was <laughs> right down the tubes. <laughs> don't don't even don't even think about it because yeah. uh, I don't believe it at all anymore.
2: We um, all believe. We've all believed stuff in the past that we don't believe now.
1: Get over it. <laughs> and it's. It is that easily dismissed. I know. It's just incredible. I mean, just incredible. But this is how badly they want that voting act uh, put into place. They want that voting act so bad. Uh, I know. Because uh, if they can get non-citizens to vote, uh, and if you don't, if you're not able to show an ID, you can vote. Who knows how many times? Uh, I mean. Who knows what's going to go haywire if they're ever able to get that Voting Act uh, voted on and and put into law. It would be a catastrophe for this country. So fortunately, we got a couple of people uh, who continue to hold the line. I hope they continue. Uh, We got to pray to God, as he said, (laughs) that they will continue. That would be wonderful.
2: I mean, people are uh, on hunger strikes, Pat. Over this that's, law, that they is want right. this law. They're, yeah, that's true.
1: they're They've stopped eating until <laughs> this law gets passed. And are we supposed to care about that? I mean, I, I, guess. I don't really. I haven't really even been paying attention to whether or not they're eating. So <laughs> I not either.
2: But I just love the fact that they're <laughs> so upset and so they. This law has to be passed. That we're going to go on a hunger strike. And then after a couple of days, ooh, wow.
1: Oh, no, I can't do it I'm anymore.
2: I'm hungry. <laughs> I <am> hungry. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want this law to be fast, but yeah, but I yeah,
1: need, but, a, cancer, so I need was... a sandwich. Frankly, <laughs> I just need a sandwich right now. <laughs>
2: but I'm all for you guys and everything.
1: But, yeah, no, yeah. I, eat. I, I do feel really strongly about the voting law, but I'm going to have a sandwich. So uh, Elizabeth Warren alleged yesterday that Republican controlled state legislatures are conspiring to bar black people and college students from voting. Are they? Uh, No. No, they are are not. But this is the kind of rhetoric that's coming out of the mouths of the Democrats and they're scaring the crap out of minorities. Uh, It's an absolute total and complete lie. Uh, I mean, how? Tell us Elizabeth, exactly how are Republicans trying to bar black people from voting? Because they're being asked to show an ID? Uh, And if that's the case, why do you believe black people don't have IDs? Where does that belief come from? Because they do. Uh, Many of them actually drive motor vehicles. And so they've got what's called a um, driver license. And they actually can can show that when they go to a voting booth. Huh, uh, it's very very strange. Um but I don't it's know
2: embarrassing it's embarrassing to think that they think these people don't have some sort of identification. It is.
1: Well, it's I, I, racist. I, 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 it's just they're racists. Um yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll give you that. They're racist. If if you think that minorities can't get an ID then I mean, why? Why would that be? They're all, uh, they, they don't know where the DMV is. They, what, they they don't have permanent residences that they can show that they're actual residents of the area and citizens will, of this country?
2: I will say that I personally have <laughs> been to the uh, the local DMV in multiple states in this country. Yeah. And every time that I've gone to the DMV. African Americans and other minorities were there as well as well. <laughs> So Yeah, they but know did you where those
1: offices are? Did you lead them like the Pied Piper uh, to show them where the place was? Uh, Is that what happened? I, unknowingly? <laughs> possible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Cuz certainly they couldn't get there on their own. I mean, we know they can't do that. And so uh, okay. I don't know what you're trying to pull here. I don't know how you <laughs> work that out. <laughs> or maybe you're just lying that you actually saw minorities okay, at the DMV. Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> well, no. Well, I, I love the fact that the uh, the left is perfectly fine with no ID when you go to the voting booth. But you've got to show your ID when you go to dinner in New York. Because uh, right. we have to know that you've got your vaccine passport. I mean, it's... It's insane what's going on right now. A- absolutely insane. Uh, in D.C., residents of the nation's capital said that they're glad the city is ordering businesses to require proof of vaccination and an I.D., while others said it feels like a dictatorship. Uh, DC oh, resident, One D.C. resident said it took them long enough to do it, but he's glad that it's been done. Uh, I mean, that's just for Americans to believe that, and to uh, be okay with these kinds of restrictions on our freedom. It, it's really frightening. It's it's well, really frightening.
2: They definitely are okay with uh, with these restrictions. Right? I mean, that Rasmussen Rasmussen poll that they had out there, they were the overwhelming support
1: for measures against the unvaccinated. Yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, it's ugly. Up to and including uh, prison sentences. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, according to that yeah. poll, right? Like yeah. Something like the half of Democrats are saying, yeah, it's okay. If send them to prison, eh, if, uh, if, right if they won't comply, they can go to jail. It's just really amazing. All right. Let me tell you about uh, preborn. You know that abortion is the leading cause of death in the United States and around the world. And since Roe v. Wade Over 62 million babies have been aborted in the United States alone. That's uh, nearly one in four pregnancies ending in abortion. In New York City, there are more abortions of black babies than live births. It's despicable. And it's time to do something. That's why the Ministry of Preborn is partnering with The Blaze to help us rescue as many babies as possible. And you can be part of that. Preborn is a direct competition to Planned Parenthood. And they've got a really good system. Their system is, let's provide free ultrasounds to pregnant women so that they can see what's growing inside them, that it is an actual baby. And when they see that, 80% of the time, they choose life. Really, really an important mission that Preborn has here, and you can help with it. If you'd like to help us rescue as many babies this year as possible, please, Uh, Go to pound 250, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or you can go to preborn.com slash Pat. Pat Gray, unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. 888 900 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Johns Hopkins University is requiring students now to either wear two masks or wear an N95 or KN95 mask on campus during the spring semester despite almost universal vaccination on campus and mandatory twice-weekly testing. Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. So, in addition... To 99 percent of the students being uh, vaccinated. 99 percent. Well, you also have to wear two masks on top of each other or or the 195 or right. the KN95 mask. Right. Uh, and you also have the opportunity uh, well, the mandatory opportunity to <sighs> be tested twice a week. That is absolutely yeah, insane.) That, I mean-
2: those are, those are really, uh, you know, draconian measures, but they're still doing it. Right. I mean, that yep. doesn't matter. That's, that's what the, some of these companies are doing. Yeah. Oh, you mean the Supreme court said that OSHA couldn't do it and enforce it? That's fine. We're just, we're just doing it anyway. Um, we need to do it. We need to test it. You need to wear masks. mask. Sure. We know that the vaccine, mm, uh, doesn't you work. Know, could still catch it, Yep. but, uh, it's still important to be vaccinated and, you know what? We know that even if you're vaccinated, uh, you can still pass the disease. So wear a mask uh, <laughs> and, we're, and we're still going to test.
1: So, and by weird. the way, we also had the study that shows that the cloth mask does virtually nothing and has just been political theater. Uh, so just put two of them on instead right. of well, one. Right? You can wear
2: one. of You can wear one of the, the regular <laughs> ones
1: and then you can put your uh,
2: cloth mask over that. And we'll consider that good. Really, we prefer if you just wore the one uh, K95. But, okay, if you And, and you can put your cloth mask over that one if you want. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's all good. <laughs> I want to put your statement mask on over the, uh, the K95s? That's fine. Man.
1: I mean, what does it cost to go and to uh... – to be a student at Johns Hopkins, I think it's like 60000 a year. It's, oh, be at least that, right? It's outrageous. And then yeah. you also get the added benefit of uh, forced <laughs> vaccination and forced mask wearing and uh, forced weekly test, biweekly uh, testing, by the way. Uh, you get to twice a week, you get to be tested to see if, you know, we've taken all these other measures – And we're still going to test you twice a week on top of that. That's
2: just the new normal. Yeah. That's just the new normal. And
1: and again, this is for young people uh, who, you know, what, up to 20, I don't know, 22, 23, maybe 24 years old. If if you've, uh, you know, delayed your education or whatever, you might be 24 years old. But you are in a category of people who under 1% way under 1%, under one-tenth of 1% have died from this disease. Uh, and still, they're taking all these draconian measures. Uh, well,
2: I mean, the the doctors and the professors that are there are not that age. I mean, they are definitely in the window of needing to worry about getting the disease or the, the uh back the covid 19 and, mm-hmm. and so i mean if if this is for them more than anything probably
1: more than the students yeah yeah yeah
2: oh, just sure the students can't get sick but they could still so they could pass it to me okay two masks vaccinated and uh, we're gonna test you too
1: <laughs> <Twice>. <laughs> that just wow i <laughs> uh, it seems like a lot it does seem like a lot and again we're headed into our third year of this. You know, it's not like it's not like we just discovered this thing and we're stumbling around trying to figure out uh, what can we do to prevent this, because we already know there's really nothing you can do to prevent it. Frankly, there's it's right. gonna, it's going to happen. You're you're probably going to get COVID nineteen, uh, and I think some we, we some form of it, you're some it. form Absolutely. of it, probably Omicron, which is which accounts for about ninety eight percent of effect, infections right now. Ninety eight percent. So you're going to get the mild strain and it's uh it's going to happen. I mean, we if if there's one thing we realize in this building over the last 3 weeks or a month, you're you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get it and you're going to survive it. And you know, you might feel crappy for a few days. But it's almost certainly not going to kill you. There is a 90% less chance of uh death with Omicron. Ninety percent—that's incredible. In fact, I think it was ninety-one or ninety-two percent. As a matter of fact,
2: I mean, let's be fair. I, I'm not a fan of being in the eight percent.
1: No, um, I'm not, I wouldn't be either.
2: No. <laughs> I don't want to wish that on anyone. Nope. but I mean, that's true with any of the diseases that we try to stay away <laughs> from every day.
1: But let's take Jeff Fisher as an example. Jeff Fisher has every form of disease that we've ever heard of that's been discovered by humankind. I have had a few. <laughs> and and you just got COVID-19, and you're fine.
2: Yeah, yes. It, Did, was, it was it was fine.
1: You had a couple of days where you didn't feel really yep. well, right? I,
2: I, I do. I, it was oncoming. It was a late on a Friday night, and I was like, ooh, this is not a regular regular sickness right and then uh into that saturday really bad throat i thought i kept waiting for it to drop down into the lungs you know how you get that mm-hmm. feeling in your throat and you know it's going to drop down into your lungs and then it just you know you're mm-hmm. just fried forever and that was all day on saturday and then some into sunday and then it was like okay it's done now
0: oh, yeah yeah okay
2: cool That's- I, mean, I still felt crappy and that did you know my my voice and everything was screwed up for a few days Mm -hmm. but uh as far as being uh sick no i was not sick
1: but yeah and that seems to be the beauty of this omicron uh, variant It, it seems like yeah it it packs a little bit of a punch but it's not like the delta thing or the alpha variants that swept through this country and made people so sick that they had to go to the hospital.
2: Right. Uh, and to be fair I've been uh, a lot sicker with what's considered the flu uh you know multiple times in my life yeah so, on those I mean,
1: on the worst days I was trying to think have I been sicker than this and and really yeah I yeah I think I, on many occasions yes. I've been sicker than absolutely than when I had covid so so yeah uh here we are and they're still taking these kinds of measures. At major universities in this country uh cuz th- they're just they're basing everything on fear and being fear mongers yes. uh and ag- again it's got to stop sometime might as well be now might as well just say okay uh you might get it you might not let's just see what happens from here on let's just live life <laughs> and let's see what happens let's roll I mean over. I'm okay with that let's yeah, do me it me too i mean we're there anyway because you're going to get it even if you've been vaccinated, you're probably going to get it. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pack Unleashed. Coming up.
3: Pat Gray returns.
1: Uh, by the way, the administration launched their free test kit website yesterday. Yeah, baby. So you can get it. They launched
2: it your- a day early.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, of course, it had glitches immediately, uh, just like it always does. When I, it...
2: Mine worked great. Did it? Heck, yeah. You've I've already got, ordered yours? I, I've got my order number, HA000CRM7G5DCLOCDPX89763154, ordered.
1: Well, you just showed It'll me how ship- I can steal your free kits. It's from just you. that easy. <laughs> well, you're assuming I
2: read every number in that order code. Uh, uh-huh. Because uh, I did not actually, okay. but uh, it was easy. Yeah, it actually, was I went to the you know the COVID test website and they just uh, name information. I gave them a fake name and the right address. So just
1: to no, up. okay. Uh, so apparently, a combined total of more than a million visitors were on the homepage and the ordering page. Uh, at least at one point. Last night, more than forty times as many as were on the government website, with the next highest traffic. So a lot of people, yeah, going online and trying to get their uh, their free test. Well, yeah, I
2: mean, I did mine this morning, uh, you know, before the before the show, and I thought, oh yeah, today's the day, and then I realized they launched early, and so it was it was obviously the traffic wasn't that busy then, uh, so there there weren't any glitches at all, and they also had said in the original story that they were going to uh, put out a phone number for people who you know, didn't have access to the internet. I have not heard about that number yet.
1: Uh, it says so, 1-800-ASK-USPS. I think let's see. Postal Service said in a statement that the problems are confined to a small percentage of orders recommended the customers file a service request or contact the Postal service help desk at 1-800-ASK-USPS.
2: Yeah, but that's if you've ordered online, because the USPS is okay. what is who's delivering them. Yes. Right? I mean, we've, right. we've we've left the special holiday workers intact to uh, work at the Postal Service because of all this, so mm. they have extra workers ready to ship out the tests. Okay. and uh, So that's if you've already ordered it online, right, and you had a problem and couldn't get through. So I guess you could use it anyway and just say, hey, I couldn't order it online, yeah. And have Millie, Millie at the Postal Service fill out your paperwork for you.
1: Yeah, I guess you could do that. Or you could just, if you get sick, <clears throat> you know, just deal with it, <laughs> and it'll go away in a few days.
2: I mean, they've <laughs> already spent the billions of dollars of my tax money. <laughs> uh,
1: I know. Yeah, you might as well go ahead and get yours. Yes. You might as well get, get the four least. that you have coming to you. Thank uh, you. Is that what you did? You, you got four yeah. of them? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Uh,
2: Hopefully, Said that he wants to give everybody masks.
1: I know, right? Yeah, they want to. I mean, they want to even provide the uh, KN95 masks, uh, which is a little more expensive. And uh, and of course, they're going to call those free when they're actually not. We're paying for them with our tax dollars, (laughs) just like the test. But what? Yeah, I know that's a surprise. Free? That okay? Nothing's free, you idiots. Uh, More than 90% of coronavirus patients treated with Pfizer's new antiviral drug, Paxlovid, uh, significantly improved within three days, according to Maccabi Healthcare Services. So So we're good with
2: Pfizer-Mectin, but that's
1: it. Yes, this is the Pfizer-Mectin that they were talking about that supposedly uh, performs like Ivermectin does in your body, Uh, but... But Pfizer says, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's right. absolutely nothing stupid. like that. <laughs> stupid, suck. <side. laughs> but, I mean, if it works, it works. I don't care yeah, if it's absolutely. like ivermectin or not. If it works, we should have it available to us. Yes, absolutely. And they did say, we recommend to anyone who's fallen sick, sick with COVID and is found suitable for the treatment with this drug to take it and get protected against serious illness that can lead to hospitalization and even death. So this is... Again, they're saying the same thing about this antiviral drug as they are about the vaccine. So why wouldn't you get this instead of the vaccine? You know.
2: Yes, I realize that is the question. Yeah. Why wouldn't you?
1: You get sick. You go to the doctor. You say, "Hey, how about uh, how about I try some Paxlovid?" Because apparently that really works for a lot of people. All right, right. Here's a prescription. Go try it. So are they
2: will they say that if you're unvaccinated you're not able to get that?
1: That's a good question. I don't know. I don't but I wouldn't be surprised. I know. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't tell you well if you don't have the vaccine you can't get the Paxlovid. Right. Uh why? <laughs> why? Uh, because that's the way it is. Because. Yeah, <laughs> just because everybody needs to be vaccinated and you're killing yes. people if you're not. So Yeah. Uh, sorry. The results of the survey indicate the quality of the treatment, its effectiveness, and importance during the fight against a coronavirus pandemic, and especially in the midst of the current wave, according to Dr. Uh, Miriam Mizrahi. Um, Love her. Who doesn't? I think everybody <laughs> is really excited about <laughs> Ms. Mizrahi. <laughs> uh, this is the second largest healthcare provider in Israel with around two and a half million members. Now, so I'm wondering if it's even available yet in the United States. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. I So it might be jumping the gun a little bit to go to your doctor and ask for it. Because I don't think you can get it yet. Uh, the treatment involves taking three pills twice a day for five days. Starting as soon as possible. And no later than five days after you get your first symptom. It's intended for individuals in mild to moderate condition who are considered at high risk. Hmm. So then if you... I, I don't know if if then if you are in serious trouble, then can you get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or probably not? No, they probably
2: you know because you're going to want to get the monoclonals, right? And if yeah, you're in that yeah. window, if you're in that window for the Pfizer you're going to be in the window for the antibodies.
1: I understand though; they're not they're not giving the monoclonal therapy. Nobody's got it. Yeah, yeah. You, you well, can, sorry, it. we, we don't have it. Well, what do you mean you don't have it? How is that possible? Is this the United States of America still? Barely. (laughs) Really? If we don't have it, if it's not available to, you know, pretty much anybody who really, really needs it, uh, that's incredible. And that's a real problem. Well, it certainly has been
2: a problem in the past. But, I mean, we have doctors now that we're, you know, throwing in the brig because they are, you know, prescribing medicines that some doctors don't like. Goes against yeah. the grain,
1: right? I yeah. mean, so the days of is this America?
2: The answer is probably no.
1: Yeah, right. In Israel, uh, where they're using Paxlovid, uh, among the 62% participants who suffered from side effects, one third experienced a bitter metallic taste. Big deal um so we, we recall uh, foods that have that i got a bitter metallic taste so i'm just gonna <laughs> sit home and die instead of taking this drug uh, i don't like metallic no, taste so i don't want that taste. <laughs> come on 18 percent had diarrhea okay 11 percent uh, reported a loss in taste or smell well that i think that comes ooh. with the disease though Seven percent had muscle aches. Four percent experienced a headache. So far, get this: no patient who has received Paxlovid has died. Wow! Wow! No patient who's received it has died.
2: Now that goes into who they're giving it to as well, right? Probably. Yes. And if you're getting sick, the milder patients.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But still, I'll take that. That's that's a pretty good uh, percentage. Zero. Pretty good percentage of death. (laughs) I'm a
2: fan of that. Yeah, that's a good good percentage.
1: Big fan. Uh, Data by the health ministry in Israel showed that as of last week, the rate of refusal was even higher with almost a third of patients not accepting it. Huh, that's weird. 753 refusals compared with 1,623 who accepted the drug.
2: I mean, that's a big percentage of people who don't want the metallic (laughs) Aftertaste. <laughs> yeah, yeah it is. I would, I would, yeah, I would have bet on a smaller number.
1: I'm not sure why you would refuse the Paxlovid. Huh, that's interesting. That's it. Is there a number of people can call Ivan and uh, talk right about it. Right uh, data the from the Health Maintenance Organization in Israel suggested that a significant number of those who refuse the treatment might also be unvaccinated, which is also considered high risk factor. As of Monday, the healthcare provider had offered the treatment to 188 patients. Of those, 133 were fully vaccinated, 22 partially vaccinated, 33 unvaccinated. So at least in Israel, they are giving the drug to unvaccinated people. Not very many of them, but... Right. Well, uh, they don't have that many. Yeah, they don't have that many. There wasn't that many uh, test patients. So that's that sounds pretty promising, though, for a treatment... And-
2: yeah and you get the numbers of people if you're against mm-hmm. the vaccine and against big pharma then you're against the Pfizer too right sure, you don't that's, want to take yes. that so right. i mean I, I guess i guess you have that group of people that are, don't want to take anything
1: and they would, all right all right fine mm-hmm. yeah fine go, go, go ahead take go your on. a set of medicine, take some tylenol see if that helps yep.
2: uh, rub some of that what it was the stuff that people were rubbing all over themselves the oh shoot i can't remember the the spray stuff, you know, that they were rubbing all over them. Go do that. Leave me alone.
1: I think you might Bye. be thinking of some other situation. Uh,
3: <laughs> <I'm>
1: not, <laughs> I'm not sure, Jeffy. Yeah, I don't know exactly what you're referring to there, and I don't want to sure. know, frankly. I don't want to know. Uh, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. If you're looking to sell your home, you want to do it as quickly as possible so that your house sells for the most amount uh, possible. I mean, this is a... Huge investment in your life. Probably the biggest investment you're going to make in your entire lifetime. And so you want it to go well. And that's where real estate agents I trust come in because these are great realtors who have track records that are uh, tremendous. They know what they're doing. They have great marketing plans and they can sell your home quickly. They can give you the right advice as to whether or not you should you know, update your home in some areas. Maybe the countertops or flooring or Whatever the case may be, maybe just repaint uh, and freshen things up and, you know, use the color that everybody wants to see right now, which is uh, so boring. I I don't know why. Apparently, everybody wants everything painted white. This is racism, obviously. Obviously racism. (laughs) Real estate agents I trust, though. These are the people who can get you through this process and help you make the right decisions. Real estate agents I trust. Uh, the name really says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com
3: It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blades. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, uh, according to this new report, um, Keanu Reeves is embarrassed by all the money he's made in his life. Apparently, by some estimates, he's made around three hundred and fifteen million dollars. And
2: if I were, I if I were would, him, I'd be embarrassed
1: too. Well, I'd like—I'd like to say to Keanu, "Let me take some of the shame from you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll go I, ahead I, and bear the burden of the three hundred and fifteen million dollars that you've made in your life, and I will try to endure the horrible embarrassment myself. See, and, and I'm willing to just, do that
2: for him. I really that's am. That's the problem, right there, Pat—is the greed that you have.
1: No, there's no greed.
2: I'm, gruel- I'm, I'm, I'm willing, just trying I'm to help. Willing to- ease it a little bit i don't want all of it mm-hmm. i mean i don't want to i i, I can't burden that whole shame just a hundred million
1: <laughs> okay just give me a hundred
2: million okay i'll right. ease just a little bit of your pain i don't want you to be a homeless
1: man on the street yeah right but i'll just ease some of the pain for you no problem supposedly uh he gives away a lot of his money i and i've heard this yeah, before him. about him i i've heard it before like he's he seems like a pretty decent guy. He's uh, he doesn't take himself too seriously. What was that movie where he? I don't know. There was a movie where uh, he made fun of himself. He he played himself. Hey, do, do you know what I'm talking uh, about? Does that I ring don't. a bell? No. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, but um, you know, I'm not I, a huge Keanu fan. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not either. But I I've read good things about
2: him. Yes, I have too. And you know, he's been very fortunate and done some things that have earned him a lot of money. And good for him. That's what we all want to do.
1: He is perhaps not America's greatest actor, but he's done no, he's, a he's lot of really huge not movies. Not. Have you seen the new uh, Matrix? No, Resurrection?
2: I, we, I we talked about that the other day. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to watch that. And then
1: I move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I just can't break myself to.
1: Hasn't gotten really good people? reviews. I will say that. Uh, so. But I don't think I know anybody who's actually actually seen it. I it's kind of amazing that after all this time, they're bringing it back again. Uh, oh, they're just
2: cranking it up. They got no new ideas and they want to bring in the audience and you know that worked. So let's do it. That's why that's the John Wick movies, right? I mean let's just go yes. kill people and figure it out and shoot up a bunch of people mm-hmm. and one bullet can go through ten people and you can shoot eighteen billion bullets. Uh, as you're walking down the street, all because mm-hmm.
1: you're upset over your dog. I get it. It's okay. <laughs> right. I'm all right. And then you can oh. compl- complain about gun violence afterwards.
2: Right. <laughs> that's fine. You can feel yeah. bad about the hundreds of millions of dollars that uh-huh. you earned from the movie. Right. And you can give some of it away. I mean, that's fine. I got no problem with it. I just wish they wouldn't whine about it. And maybe he'd say he wasn't whining. He was asked about it. So he said he answered. Right. He was being honest. Yes. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. so, okay. I just I can't take the the whining. Just you know, do something about
1: it. Which apparently he is. So good for him. Exactly right. Yes, exactly. Uh, President Biden's nominee for commissioner of the FCC uh, has, first of all, he she, he nominated this woman, uh, Gigi Sohn. And uh, she's one of the nations, supposedly one of the nations, according to Biden, leading public advocates for open, affordable democratic communications networks. <laughs> I it does not I don't know why that doesn't sound. No, good, it sure it does it, doesn't, doesn't. doesn't. You know what it's coming doesn't. out of Biden's mouth? It can't yes. be good. <laughs> He said, "For over 30 years, Gigi has worked to defend and preserve the fundamental comp- competition and innovation policies that have made broadband internet access more ubiquitous, competitive, affordable, open, and protective of user privacy." Now, see, they've left the internet alone, and that's worked great. Yes, it has. And then they, and then they tell us that something needs to be done with it. No, leave it alone. <laughs> Stay out of it. And it'll continue to be open and affordable. And I guess as protective of user privacy as it's going to get. I mean, it's really not that. Nobody no, it is, is protective not. of our privacy. That's nonsense. No. And we,
2: I mean, they're telling our athletes uh, that are going over to China to not take their cell phones. Right. Uh, I mean, uh, because they're going to be why? spied on. I mean, they're going the spied on here. So what?
1: <laughs> That's true.
2: I bet you all those athletes have
1: TikTok. That's it's true. Oh, absolutely! Owns TikTok, but uh, it ain't the U.S. No, no, no. Uh, And so, anyway, Biden's uh, nominee was withdrawn at the end of last year. Now he's resubmitted the same person for the same job because he, she is such a radical and wants to shut down Fox News and conservatives on the air. Yeah, uh, and that's exactly what he wants, and so he's renominated her again. Amazing. Just unreal. It just they're trying to tie unreal. the
2: the internet in with all the disinformation, right? They want right. to make sure that they shut down the disinformation, and they're using that as a, a door to come into it, right? I mean, that's yeah. their big deal. Even Fauci talked about that at Davos. I mean, that's their big deal. That's the common enemy is disinformation.
1: Right. And, and who gets a, to decide? To correct who, they do. Yeah, they do. They decide what what misinformation is. They certainly is. want
2: to. Yeah, mm-hmm. they certainly want to.
1: Exactly. Um, meanwhile, Eric Swalwell is claiming that the GOP will never concede power peacefully again. Huh. Okay. They will never peacefully concede power again if they prevail in the midterm elections. The California Democrat ratcheted up the rhetoric during an interview on Monday in which he also asserted that the investigation by the House committee investigating the Capitol riot may not have even been needed to determine that former President Donald Trump committed a crime in connection to the events on January 6th. He, he already knows. He already knows. It's he already, already knows. Exactly. exactly right. You know, for someone who slept with a communist Chinese spy for two years, he should maybe consider keeping his fat yap shut.
2: Uh, There's not a chance of that. I mean, we were talking about that with Mike Mm. earlier, right? I mean, all the things that he's said in the past that it just doesn't matter. So, Uh, right. That's right. And, and Eric, you know, and Fang Fang were together and, Nobody cares.
1: Nobody cares. No, eh. I can't believe that is one of the biggest scandals maybe in American history. I know. That was swept completely under the rug and nobody
2: revisited uh, it. Eh. I mean, definitely part of the you know disinformation campaign on social media has torn him up. But that's it.
1: That's it. I mean, and there was very little of that, really. It came out for a few days. There was maybe a... A little bit of uncomfortable feeling for him for two or three days, and then it just was van. It was gone. It yeah. vanished completely, and nobody has brought it up really since. No, nope,
2: not, he's not going to lose any of his cabinet positions. No, he's not going to lose any of that. We're right, none just, of like, his whatever. committees. Whatever.
1: He's still on all the committees. Whatever. I think he chairs one of them. Yeah. And uh, he slept with a communist Chinese spy for two years. It's it does unbelievable. Make one
2: wonder, perhaps Fang Fang. Uh, was sleeping with others as well.
1: Oh, that is possible. Sure.
2: Uh, you know, that fact yeah. that Eric wasn't the only lover boy in Congress, whether it be uh, sleeping-wise or cash-wise. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out
1: there. Wow. What a cynical attitude. that You would
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you would just throw
1: that out there.
2: we just... Uh, we just uh, st- I mean,
1: I, I I really, that's, that's their, that's their motto, man. I know. I know. Uh, All right. 888-933-93. By the way, the, uh, rover on Mars, Curiosity, has not found proof of ancient microbial life on Mars, but scientists aren't ruling it out as one possible explanation for the rover's findings apparently there's some powdered rock samples that are being studied by the rover that show the kind of carbon signatures connected to biological life on earth but the carbon signatures may be telling a different story on mars we're not sure yet but carbon is obviously a key element in life on this planet so it's important to find out how and why it's appearing on mars Uh, For instance, living creatures on Earth use the smaller, lighter carbon-12 atom to metabolize food or for photosynthesis versus the heavier carbon-13 atom. Now, you've talked about this I don't know how many times, Jeffy, so I know this is not news to you. I'm already bored. (laughs) Right, because... Significantly more carbon-12 than carbon-13 in ancient rocks, along with other evidence, suggest to scientists that they're looking at signatures of life-related chemistry, obviously. Again, I don't have to tell you that. No, you do not. (laughs) In fact, like I'm pissed that you even think you have to. And, of yeah, course, this. we found this out about Mars a long time ago.
3: This may strike your listeners as way out, but we actually believe no. that there is a colony on Mars oh, okay, right. populated mm-hmm. by children who were kidnapped right. and sent into space on a 20-year ride.
1: A 20-year uh, ride. So that
3: once they get <laughs> to Mars, they have no, alternative, no. no but alternative to be slaves on the Mars colony. Right. Hello.
1: Yeah, there's apparently no other jobs available <laughs> other <laughs> than sex slaves on the Mars colony. <laughs> Especially when it's taking so, you 20 please. years. I know, <laughs> I know. What do you mean it's taking them 20 years to get there? Where are you going by way of Jupiter? What are you going by way of Pluto? Because uh, even that's not a 20 year journey. <laughs> it's. That is a uh, that is a long journey. and That so, is a
2: long journey.
1: I guess when you're there, you're like, okay, the only thing I can do now is uh, be a sex slave. <laughs> be a sex slave. Because uh, oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm past my prime for anything else. I heard there was the same carbon
2: <laughs> footprint somewhere around here on this planet. so Yeah, but, that. but it
1: was the heavier carbon 13 atom, so maybe it wasn't the right oh, kind okay. of life. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, we'll find out about this, hopefully In the next uh, few months, when the information gets back to us. All right, we will uh, see you again tomorrow, right here, uh, on most of the same station for Pat Gray Unleashed. We'll see you there.